Do you ever feel like manifestation is just another thing on your to-do list that you don't have time for? Like your spiritual practice is something that you have to do? Honestly, you're not alone because I felt that way too. Something that's really changed my relationship with manifestation is blending it into my lifestyle so that no matter what I'm doing, I'm also manifesting. I call this manifestation as a lifestyle and it single-handedly made the entire manifestation journey more enjoyable for me and I've seen my desires show up with a lot more ease. Manifesting as a lifestyle has made manifestation go from feeling like a task to something I just naturally do because it's who I am. If you'd like to learn more about this, I've created a step-by-step guide for you. I'll link it in my show notes so you can check it out. You're listening to the Affirmation Addict Podcast with Pyle Corley. This podcast will teach you about the power of affirmations while making manifestation easy and accessible for you in order to enhance your spiritual consciousness. Thank you so much for being here. And now it's time to get started. Hi, love. I wanted to tell you a little bit about my app, Affirm It. It's an app I've created to help you practice affirmations, manifestation, and spirituality. It has thousands of daily affirmations that you can affirm and swipe through, including exclusively curated collections for just what you're going through, from anxiety to confidence, to career growth to love, and so much more. You're going to have unlimited access to our library of meditations, visualizations, and our signature guided affirmations when you join. Affirm It is a place you can come to to work on your self-improvement through our guides, practices, and journaling. One of my favorite features the app has is our affirmation notifications, which can help you easily affirm anytime, anywhere. I like to call them the good kind of notifications. Start your free seven-day trial by heading to the show notes and clicking the link or go to your phone's app store and search for Affirm It. After our free trial, the subscription is just $4.49 a month or $44 for the entire year. We can't wait to see you in the app. Hi, everyone. This is Kyle, and welcome back to the Affirmation Addict Podcast. This week, I'm excited because I'm talking about spiritual lessons I've learned as an entrepreneur. And I realize as I'm recording this, I have not shared barely anything about my journey as an entrepreneur. So if this topic is of interest to you or if it's relevant to you, maybe you're an entrepreneur, I'm happy to talk more about it. I just didn't know if that's something that you guys are interested in. Um, But being an entrepreneur is something, I'll give you a little bit of a story time. Being an entrepreneur is something that I've always, always known that I was going to be because actually both of my parents... um, Um, were entrepreneurs and had their own businesses. So my kind of family model, when I would come home from school, it was very typical that all of my friends, their parents wouldn't be home. They would have to go to kids club or daycare or whatever. But for me, my parents were always home. My parents were always home in the morning. They were always home when I got back. Like we were always with my parents and I loved that growing up. And as I got older, I was like, wow, like I felt like my parents were living the life, working from home, doing what they wanted. And they worked a lot, um, but it never felt like that to us as kids. And so they were truly both my inspiration growing up to always want to be an entrepreneur, always want to work for myself. And so it's something I'm really passionate about. I know nowadays being an entrepreneur is a very big thing. It's super common and I love it. I think it's amazing. I fully support it. Um, But yeah, just a little bit about my story with why I really wanted to become one. And I don't know if you've known this, but for me, my dream before Affirmation Addict was always to create um, an Indian and American fusion clothing brand. And who knows, it might still happen. It's something I've always been passionate about. 
But that was really inspired by my mom. We have always grown up selling clothes and jewelry. And so that's where that passion came from. But I took a slightly different route and got went into spirituality and helping people feel better, which is where I am today and why you're listening today. And I'm just really happy you're here. Um, and I love sharing bits and pieces of my story. I just never know if it's like irrelevant. And I always want to make sure I'm helping you. So I forget that sharing my story can also be helpful in its own way. So if hearing more about my story and my experiences growing up um, is ever inspiring or ever helpful, just DM me so I can actually create more of those types of podcasts for you. I'm always happy to do that. So coming down to what today's episode is all about, which is spiritual lessons I've learned as an entrepreneur. I was having a conversation with my team just yesterday, actually. Um, We were just checking in. We always do an energy check on our team calls. And I was like, how's everyone doing? And actually, one of the girls on my team was like, I'm doing, I'm having a day. And she's also a mom. And the kind of realization came to me where being a mom, as well as being an entrepreneur, I think are two things that I'm aware of so far in my journey that really challenge you and put you on a inevitable journey of some sort of spirituality. I feel I've seen this for so many people in my life. I've seen this for so many people around me on Instagram, on social media, where those phases of either being an entrepreneur or becoming a mother, um, or maybe even a parent, I might be being gender biased, but becoming a parent. And I'm sure there's other kind of milestones and other pathways in life, but those two have always stuck out to me where I've noticed at one point or the other, you become a very spiritual person almost by you have to, like you have to learn how to be uncomfortable and you have to learn how to trust yourself when you have nothing to lean on except yourself. And so that's what it was like for me as an entrepreneur. I am not a mother, so I don't know what that's like. I'm just speaking from people in my life who shared that with me, so I have no idea, actually. Whenever, if I become a mother, um, I will absolutely share all of my learnings with you, as I love to. But as an entrepreneur, I want to share three main things I've learned from a spiritual lens that being an entrepreneur really taught me and forced me to embody. So number one, um, and this is going really intense, really fast. As I'm reading my notes, I was like, wow, that's a great one. So if you are an entrepreneur, I say this with only love. I say this as um, nothing to scare you or discourage you, truly to just give you an insight as to what it's really like in the most empowering way. I say all of these things with love and with appreciation because I think my business has been the biggest spiritual growth for me personally. It's tested me in all the ways. It's made me uncomfortable in ways that I never wanted to be, but I'm better because of it. So for me, that's what entrepreneurship has been. And it might be different for some people. So point number one, finally, is my my opinion. So these are my spiritual lessons. They might not apply to you. Is your business is a reflection of your deepest shadows as well as your greatest strengths. So what do I mean by that? Um, I will give some examples that I've experienced from Instagram. I've experienced from other aspects of my business is your business is an energetic entity. Your business is an energetic component, an energetic extension of who you are. 
So I feel like we sometimes have this thing where people kind of put a facade on in their accomplishments or in their businesses. But what I've learned, honestly, is your business is going to be brutally honest with you as to where your energy is really at. It's like when people say kids will tell you really how it is. I feel like your business will also really tell you how it is. I think your business will always reflect some of the deepest shadows. Like for me, my deepest shadows were I was so scared to make money because I was so scared to be judged by people in my life who I know have judgments around people who make a lot of money. And to be honest, I get those comments. I get comments from my friends who are like, Pyle, you're too bougie. And I'm like, why is that a bad thing? And why am I not allowed to use my money in a way that works for me? Um, and from family members are like, well, you live in the rich part of town. And it's like, that has nothing to do with my money. And it's not like, I think it's truly a choice and it what works for me rather than it being a bad thing. So because I knew all of those things would come, I actually avoided. And I personally believe I put my own blocks to a point where my business was plateauing, um, because I was consciously, I guess unconsciously now holding myself back to growing because I was scared at what their next comments would be. I've made it this far. These are their current comments and I deal with them, but I was nervous around, okay, once I go to my next level now, what are they going to say? Are they not even going to want to be part of my life anymore? So I was kind of scared and holding myself back in my business through my own beliefs, my own conceptions, um, And my business reflected that for a while. My business was plateauing. It was at the same space. And I was like, okay, what's happening? So that was some shadow work I had to do. On the other hand, from a strength perspective, your business will automatically kind of lead you and force you into directions that truly enhance your strengths and maybe strengths you didn't know you had. For me, for example, growing up, I was so scared of public speaking. I remember I was interning um, at Pepsi, at PepsiCo in Chicago, and I had to give my final internship presentation, and I literally knew my stuff. I felt confident, but the moment I got up there in front of the entire room of execs, I literally, my voice was shaking so bad that like I couldn't even get out a word. My voice was so shaky. I was so nervous. I was literally sweating and it was the most embarrassing thing for me because I was like, wow, I knew what I was doing, but I was still so scared. And now here I am where my business is all about me showing up and talking and expressing myself and really putting myself out there when two, three years ago, that made me so uncomfortable. And so I really feel like our business is such a great energy check and a great energetic expansion of who we are. And it requires us and really forces us in the best way to work through our shadows, but also helps you find your strengths, helps you enhance what you're really good at and helps you navigate to what is your strength. Like for me, a big thing and just being super transparent in my business, I always wanted my business to be scalable, right? I wanted my business to be scalable. I wanted me as Pyle not to always be the face of the brand. I wanted it not to have me. I wanted it to be like kind of like a product you buy. I don't know, like a glass. Like you don't buy a glass because someone, you buy a glass because you need it. So that's what I, my approach was. And saying it out loud, it sounds so silly, but that was really my approach. And I was like, wow, I really want my business to not be 
only around me because I felt so selfish. I felt like that was so cocky and arrogant of me. Um, But I realized when I showed up less, my business didn't do as well. When I showed up more, people were being finding better results. People were actually wanting to learn. People were really motivated. And it forced me to get comfortable with the fact that I am an integral part of my business. And so just a super honest conversation here is what I want to have with you is that it's so normal to have doubts. It's so normal to just doubt yourself and doubt the entire journey. And not only does that happen as an entrepreneur or as my other example, as a parent, but I think that just happens in our day-to-day life. Like how many times have you doubted yourself and you actually came out beyond what you were doubting? So I hope these reflections can not only translate in maybe you're an entrepreneur or in your career, but in other areas of your life too, not just business or career. So that's number one, which I'm just going to recap because I rambled on about it, is that your business is a reflection of your deepest shadows and your greatest strengths. That's what I learned. Number two is your energy really, really matters in all aspects. And I kind of touched on this in the last point, but some examples I learned, and this truly translates to so many areas of our life, is our energy, the things that we're thinking, the intention in which we do things, it makes a difference on everything. Examples that are unrelated to business, just so it makes sense to you. Um, Say you're going on a trip, it's an international trip, and you typically get a little flustered with all of the passports and documents and maybe vaccinations and COVID and all that stuff. Maybe that really stresses you out. While you are packing for that trip, if all you are thinking and the energy is chaotic and stressful and like you're just not feeling as good, you're not feeling excited, you're feeling more stressed than anything, then that will translate into the trip. That will almost inevitably translate just because that's the way energy works, right? That's kind of the simple foundation of law of attraction is the energy we put in goes into the energy we put out. But I feel like we don't necessarily talk about it in a way of like our actions. We talk about our energy in the sense of our thoughts, but even our actions, even the actions leading up to something else, for example, like a trip, Another thing I talk about in a lot of my courses is if you're applying for a job, the energy in which you're applying for a job and the intention with which you're applying for a job, if it's out of desperation, that's a very different energy than out of excitement and eagerness. So from a business perspective, I really learned on social media, the energy, there's a big thing on social media where growth and you want engagement and all of these things. So I personally noticed when I would post, and this was back then, now I don't post from a per, from a perspective of likes and followers because I've learned beyond that. Um, and if that's an interesting topic for you, I'm happy to talk about the spiritual side of social media. However, coming back to our energy mattering in social, I would notice if I posted out of urgency or out of, oh, I need to post this, I need people to see this, that kind of desperate energy, the post wouldn't do well at all. However, if I posted from a space of just true inspiration and expressing myself and feeling good about it, that post would really resonate with people. And it really comes down to, for me, 
it came down to when I would plan things out way too far in advance and I would plan and have this structure I had to follow to a T, my business didn't necessarily flourish as I thought it would. But when I let my intuition lead, when I followed what felt good, and that changes on a day-to-day basis, my business grew so much, so much faster, and it felt so much easier. So your energy as an entrepreneur truly matters in all aspects because it translates forward. This can be taken in any area of your life, right? With money, when you're paying a bill, what's your energy like? If you are shopping for clothes, maybe you want to feel more confident on a trip, but you're shopping for clothes thinking, wow, this is so expensive or wow, I don't look good. That energy makes a difference. So our energy, our thoughts, and the way we approach things, the manner in which we do things makes a difference no matter what it is. The food we eat, the drinks we drink, everything. Um, It's all energy. And I really learned that as an entrepreneur where I could really tell a difference when my energy was good and high and just honest rather than when my energy was forced and kind of too structured where I was really limiting who I was. And so that's a big thing that I think translates to everything. And lastly... Um, This is an annoying one. I like to call it annoying because I feel like it's one of those things we all have heard before, but we don't like hearing it and we don't like listening to it, me included. And that is that change is the only constant. Um, I feel like when I listen to different business podcasts, when I listen to how to become an entrepreneur, they talk about and they kind of really, really focus on the power of consistency. And I think that's important. I'm all about consistency, but what consistency can almost feel like is we have to do things in the same way rather than the consistency is more so the consistency in showing up, whatever that means for you that day. Um, So consistency, I think, is beautiful, but I think the the thing that is consistent is actually always changing, which is where I like to say change is the only constant because I feel like when we have a business or we have anything, we love that predictability. We love knowing what's coming. We love planning. We love predicting. We love knowing. We love looking at the numbers, all of that. However, if you think about it, all of that is just assumptions and projections and all of these things versus if we can accept and truly accept, truly be okay with change is the only constant and reframe the way we see change rather than seeing change as a bad thing. Seeing change is a good thing. What if change is the only constant means the only consistent thing that's going to be changing is your income and your income is going to exponentially increase every month. That's a great change rather than your income being consistently, what is it, 10K a month. If your income is always $10,000 a month in your business, that feels more consistent, but doesn't it feel even better if it changes to be exponentially increasing month by month? So I think change can really be a good thing. However, we talk about change as such a bad thing and it's natural, our natural response to run away from change because from our survival instinct, that is scary and it makes us feel unsafe. So during times of change, if you can learn how to navigate change and embrace change, which as you know, I have tools for that for you, that is how you can really start to embrace change and enjoy change and see change as a good thing. Because once I started seeing change as a good thing, I really started to see that I wasn't affected as much if things didn't go according to my plan because things aren't going according to plan. Oh, maybe there's a plan I couldn't even fathom that is 10 times better. 
And to be super transparent with you, there's a big, big, big change coming your guys' way through me in my business. Um, I think, when is this episode being released? In like a month and a half, two months. Um, and it's because I'm changing as a person. Like I am changing as a person, meaning I want my offerings, my business, what I'm helping you with, I'm changing that too. And that's okay. It made me so scared because I was like, wow, I put in two, three years of all this effort into this and now I just want to change it. Well, was that a waste of time? No, because if I didn't do those two, three years of effort, I wouldn't be at this point today. And so truly change is the only constant. And I can fully vouch for that because everything I've worked towards everything I've created the past few years is going to massively shift in the next few months. And you can probably hear it in my voice. It makes me a little giddy and nervous, but I know that's a good thing. And so I hope these three lessons, these three little points were helpful. I'll repeat them once again, just in case. So the first lesson was your business is a reflection of your deepest shadows and greatest strengths. Your energy really matters in all aspects and change is the only constant. So for me, these are three spiritual lessons that have really come about that have been forced, honestly, for me to experience and embody and learn through. And honestly, when I was learning them, I was not enjoying, but looking back, it's so much easier for me to talk about it. And I wanted to share that forward because maybe you're an entrepreneur or you're an aspiring entrepreneur. And if this is helpful for you, I'm happy to share more about entrepreneurship. I'm happy to share more about spirituality and business because I really operate my business from a spiritual perspective. It is so non-traditional. I tried all the traditional things that business podcasts talk about and they never worked for me. My business grew exponentially once I really embodied the spiritual side of who I am. And so if that's something you want to learn about, if that's something you want me to talk about, I'm always happy to do so. And lastly, in case you need some more support in your dream job with being an entrepreneur, I have tools for you inside of my app, Affirm It. I have those tools for you. So we have journaling prompts to uplevel your career, guided affirmations, guided meditations, all the good stuff. So if you want that support, head into the show notes. The links are all there for you. Um, and other than that, I really hope this episode is helpful for you. It was so fun for me because I never talk about entrepreneurship. So maybe I'll talk about it more. Maybe I will start shifting and also sharing about the business side of things. Um, cause it's really fun for me. So thank you for listening. I hope this episode was inspiring and helpful and I can't wait to see you in the next episode. Bye. Whether you're new to my community or you've been here for a while, I think it's really obvious that affirmations are very important to me. The reason they're so important to me is because affirmations have truly helped me manifest my dream job, my dream home, my dream business, my soulmate, and everything in between. And I truly feel like it's my duty to share that forward with you. I've created a totally free masterclass called Affirmations 101, where I teach you how to create your own affirmation practice using the same techniques I use to manifest everything I just talked about. It's absolutely free. So head to the show notes below and just click the link for Affirmations 101 and you can get started right away. I hope you enjoy and I hope this helps you on your journey.
Thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If this episode resonated with you, it would mean the world to me if you can rate interview the podcast and share it on your social media. So I know to keep creating episodes that are inspiring you to manifest. I'm so genuinely grateful for the time we shared today. And I'd love for you to join the community by following at Affirmation Addict on Instagram. To continue diving into spirituality and manifestation, head over to my website, affirmation-addict.com. Until next time, I'm sending you so much love and so much healing energy.